1: City's Wellness Radio. With SRN News,
2: I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. President Trump is applauding the House's failure to derail his national emergency declaration to expand the border wall with Mexico.
3: Congress voted to block the emergency declaration which the president vetoed. In Tuesday's vote to override the veto, House members fell well short of the needed two-thirds majority. The president tweeted his thanks to Republicans for sticking together and said the vote reaffirms that Democrats are the party of open borders, drugs, and crime.
2: That's White House correspondent Greg Clugston. We imported less and exported more in January, and that caused the trade deficit to tumble by 15 percent for that month. On Wall Street, stocks are higher. The Dow is up about 47 points, the Nasdaq Composite Index ahead six, and the S&P 500 Index currently trading three points higher. This is SRN News.
4: March is National Multiple Sclerosis Awareness Month. According to the National Multiple Sclerosis Society, anyone may develop MS, but there are some patterns. More than two to three times as many women as men develop MS, and this gender difference has been increasing over the past 50 years. Studies suggest that genetic factors increase the risk of developing MS, but there is no evidence that MS is directly inherited. This Wellness Spotlight is brought to you by Wellness Radio 1570.
3: Amley Michaels here in the Eagle Wellness Studios on Wellness 1570. TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com, the website where you're going to find out about all of our programs, including and like Matters Radio. Mr. Black is coming up live from our Eagle Wellness Studios right here in the Twin Cities. Speaking of that, here's your forecast. We'll see partly cloudy skies today. Mahel, a nice spring day with a high in the upper 60s. Enjoy it.
5: Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders Roofing. I was thinking recently on how much I dislike buying or selling a car or making any large purchases. No matter what happens, I end up thinking I got the short end of the deal. I have a sneaking suspicion that many of you are just the same as me. I'd like to let you know that if you have us in your home, we will not pressure you into anything. We will tell you what we see as your options, but we do not want you to do something that will give you buyer's remorse. Philippians 2 says, Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves.
3: This is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. We strive to have our standard be God's
5: standard because we try to glorify the Lord Jesus in everything we do. We strive to take these standards on your roof, on your gutter job, whatever it might be. Give us a call today at
3: 612-900-9166. That's 612-900-9166. Or look us up on the web at thekingdombuilders.net.
5: Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings. See what you can do online at SocialSecurity.gov.
4: Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense.
3: This is a national health alert from the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one has diabetes, listen closely. Now, regardless of your age, if you have insurance, you may qualify to receive diabetic testing supplies with little to no out-of-pocket cost. Get free delivery, free information, and all the paperwork is handled by our accredited suppliers for free. Call the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline now for details. But wait, there's more. If you call right now, you could get a free meter upgrade. In addition, we'll give you a free pedometer as our special gift to you. We have knee, back, and other braces available, as well as pharmacy services. Regardless of your age, if you suffer with diabetes and you have insurance, we can help.
2: 800-438-1391. 800-438-1391. 800-438-1391. That's 800-438-1391.
3: The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black.
1: Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm posing the question, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? You know, I love words, and I love when you can have multiple meanings because boy there are times that we look at somebody and they do something and we just shake our head and say what were they thinking? Or how about this if you're from down south the running joke is uh when someone does something that uh, boy you question their thinking he's a uh, uh, bless their soul <laughs> Oh bless their soul man he walked out with no clothes on bless his soul <laughs> man, she really did something terrible to that guy. Boy, bless her soul. (laughs) What are you thinking? Uh, And so I always love the double entendres when you can find a multiple meanings out of one statement. It is so cool. And so today we're going to be asking the question, what are you thinking? Uh, And there's multiple meanings of that question. Yeah, it's a little bit light, Uh, Because we go deep in our training and our radio shows. Uh, And so whenever possible, I like to allow allow for a little brevity, if you will, because we do go deep. And sometimes a little laughter, a little humor kind of takes the sting off. Remember, it was Jesus that said the truth will set you free. But it was, I think, Charles Garfield who said, first, it's going to make you miserable. Uh, and the good book says that, you know, there might be misery in the night or pain in the night or suffering or crying in the evening, but there's joy in the morning. And those that have been through Leadership Awakening, you know, uh, the misery is Thursday night, but the joy comes on Friday and Saturday. So we're going to talk about our thinking. You know, for years, I used to love the United Negro College Fund, the, the ad, The Mind. What a terrible thing to waste. And it's so true. And we we keep hearing these words about, you know, power. And we need to speak truth to power. We need to take back our power. We need to be empowered. Uh, Women need to be empowered. And and this people need to be empowered. And and this people need to be empowered. And this, what's this power? See, remember, words. We got to understand words. When we communicate with fellow human beings, we use these things called words. Uh, And the words are what give what we're saying meaning. They they they're, they're they're the things that make things make sense, and, and so if you don't know the words you're using, or other people don't know the the words you're using, then then how will they know? How will you communicate? And a, a message that's not received. In other words, when you want to communicate with someone and you don't get your point across, you know what we call that? Message in a bottle. Message in a bottle. Right. If I'm sending uh, a friend of mine a message, I need to get a a hold of him uh, and I write a note on a piece of paper. Uh, stick it in a bottle, put a piece of cork on it, and then I walk or drive to the nearest waterway and toss that message in a bottle in that waterway. And then a week or a month later, when my friend does not respond to me and I send him a 15-page email just ripping him apart for his lack of appreciation, lack of love, lack of being my friend, and he's going to go, what are you talking about? What are you thinking, dude? I, I didn't get any message from you. Message in a bottle, you know, my mom and dad died last year. And uh, 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 when my mom died, she was uh, our accountant, you know, so a lot of our mail, uh, including people from the, like the IRS went to her. And so when she died, uh, I went ahead and put in a change of address. Now, here's the thing. She was living with my sister in uh, Las Vegas, actually in Henderson, uh, outside of Las Vegas. Uh, And so I didn't know this. But when I put a change of address in for my mom, uh, I put for the black family uh, and I put for Like It Matters. All their mail. Came this way, including my sister, who my mom lived with her bills for her house because my mom lived with her. My mom was paying those bills for them. And so I did this change of address like I was told to. And then uh, about a week later, I get this phone call from my sister, who I have very little relationship with. But I'm building it through the death of my mom and dad. And she was pretty angry. She goes, Scott, oh, my gosh, you, you, you did this, you did this. And now we're not getting our bills. And how could you do that to us? I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm so sorry. I, I go, I, I didn't do anything nefarious. I did And she goes, yes, you did. Now, please hear this. My sister did not know what the word nefarious means. (laughs) She she wasn't accusing me of being mean or nasty. She was thinking I was saying, well, I didn't do anything. She said, yes, you did. You did a change of address. But I said, whoa, whoa, I I didn't do anything nefarious. And she go, yes, you did. And I chuckled because I realized she was not accusing me of doing something mean and nasty what she was accusing me of doing something that caused her pain. But I used this word called nefarious that she had no idea what I was talking about. And so we got to realize, you know, our thinking matters. We got to be critical thinkers. And that's what we're going to go in depth today of how to get control of our power. Because between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power. You know, we're looking for power on the outside. We're looking for power from the government. We're looking for power from some group. We're looking for power for white from a group of uh, white people. We're looking for power for black from a group of black people. We're, all this power, we all have it. It's inside of our head, it is the control of our thinking. That is the true power. That is why we used to say education is power and the entire movement in in the black communities was to get people educated, because with education is power. Can I tell you what's far more powerful than education, than knowledge? How about love? Because all the knowledge in the world, uh, if you don't know how to apply it, if you're not loving on people, it doesn't matter. So I saw this on the internet, it's a a great story. Uh, It's a story between a man and a woman. It's typical of many relationships or many communications between a man and a woman. So it says this woman uh, to a man, she asked him, do you drink beer? The man said yes. A woman says, well, how many beers a day? Man, usually about three. Woman, how much do you pay per beer? Man, $5, which includes a tip. Woman, and how long have you been drinking? Man, about 20 years, I suppose. Woman, so a beer costs $5, and you have three beers a day, which puts your spending each month at $450. In one year, it would be approximately $5,400, correct? Man, correct. Woman, if in one year you spend $5,400 not accounting for inflation, the past 20 years puts your spending at $108,000, correct, man, correct, woman. Do you know that if you didn't drink so much beer, that money could have been put in a step-up interest savings account, and after accounting for compound interest for the past 20 years, you could have now bought a Ferrari. Man, do you drink beer? Woman, no. Man, where's your Ferrari? (laughs) Now, I'm not passing any good or bad or anything on that story, but it is a funny joke because it does tell you you got two people uh, working for a different outcome. The guy just wants to live his life and be left alone. And the woman wants to encourage him, probably to let him know that instead of drinking beer that's not benefiting you, you could use his money. But this is what's going on in the world. The reason I love that joke is what you heard is a lot of relationships called marriages, (laughs) a lot of interactions between a a boss and an employee. And so we really need to understand what we're thinking. See, we have 30 to 60,000 thoughts per day. 30 to 60,000 thoughts per day. Majority of them are unconscious uh, and they're repetitious. And what we believe is what we hear, what we say to ourselves, what we listen to over and over and over and over. There's a good book out there that says, from the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. And whenever the good book is talking about the heart, it's not talking about the, the organ in your body that's pumping blood. What it's talking about is where your mind is focused on a regular basis. Because where your mind is focused, where your heart is, there your treasure is also. And we need to understand what's in the heart because anybody can put on a suit and tie. Anybody uh, can make themselves look one way. But truly what matters is what comes out of the inside of a person. There's a great proverb that says you can tell a man's religion in time of despair. In other words, when they get squeezed by life, you really know what's in their heart by what comes out of their mouth and their heart. And so I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. Today I'm asking you what you're thinking. We'll be right back.
4: When I
3: The world of business and finance is constantly changing. How are you keeping up with all the information? Most likely, you're not. Checking websites, writing emails, making phone calls, checking more websites, and still not finding what you need to know. But it has to be out there somewhere. Well, it is. Business 1440 is your on-air guide through the fast-paced business landscape. What you want to know, when you want to know it. Up to the minute business and financial news on Business 1440. Stream online at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com.
2: A worn out battery can cause your phone to die really quickly. Don't pay to upgrade to a new phone. Let Arby's replace your old worn out iPhone battery with a new one. We can also replace screens, cameras and power connections so you can give your iPhone problems
0: the boot. Giving your computer- reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included.
6: Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, March 28th through the 30th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment.
1: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And I am live. I'm in the beautiful Twin Cities of Minneapolis, St. Paul. And uh, I'm actually in a place called Egan at the Eagle Wellness Studio. So honored to be here. Love being part of this team. Uh, TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com You know, the only radio station that I know of, I'm sure there's other ones, that is totally dedicated to you, the listener. And I'm so honored to be a part of it. You know, 24-7. It's about financial uh, health. It's about physical health. It's about... Sp- spiritual health. It's about emotional health. It's about mental health. Uh, It's about pharmacological health. It's about dietary health. It's all about you in a world where you're constantly being told it's not about you, leader. Can I tell you the good news? This entire format is all about you. And so highly recommend that you park yourself on this station, AM 157, in the Twin Cities area. If you are not in the Twin Cities area, you can be blessed by going and live streaming with them. Go to TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com, and you can live stream. And you get the Black Man, you get Mr. Black twice a day uh, on this format, uh Monday through Friday, 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. That's the original run, the, the first run. And then we replay it at drive time. So if you missed anything of my wit and wisdom, they want to make sure you can hear it a second time. So you can hear it on the way home uh, and you can always go to likeitmattersradio.com dot com and you can listen to this and many other archive messages, including I was on the Lee Michaels show last night. Uh, Lee uh, was kind enough to have me on there and said some nice things. And uh, thank you, Lee, uh, and uh, highly recommend uh, listening to Lee's show. He does a great show uh, here in Minneapolis from four to six p.m. And uh, highly recommend you listen to it today. We're talking about what are you thinking? And you know what I'm talking about, people. Come on. You watch the news. You drive down the street. uh, You go to the grocery store and you see people doing things or acting in certain ways. And you say, what are you thinking? What's that person thinking? Uh, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, let me give you a couple news reports. So this was yesterday's newspaper. A bride reportedly asked guests to leave wedding for wearing military uniform and medals. A bride has sparked a debate over her family members outfit choices and her reported reactions to those choices. The unidentified woman posted about the alleged incident on Reddit's popular Am I the blank, blank, blank? It thinks it's uh, uh it's not a good word, but it's a, it starts with an A, and the second word starts with an H. So uh, asking if she was in the wrong for kicking out the man for wearing his military uniform. Quote, the son of one of my husband's family friends showed up to my wedding in his Marines formal wear, complete with all his medals. Now, I have nothing against anyone in the military. This is her quote. But this was a black tie, optional wedding, and frankly, It felt very out of place. It seemed like he was just, quote, trying to show off. My wedding had over 300 guests and nobody else felt the need to wear something to make them stand out. The bride claimed in her post, though, she stated the man, of course, was acting very well mannered and like a complete gentleman, adding that there were even a few excited teenage girls at my wedding who wanted to take a picture with him to which he graciously agreed. However, the Marines' popularity proved to be too much for the bride, and she asked him to leave. You know why? For stealing her thunder. Many people were thanking him for his service, and frankly, it just felt like the only reason he wore that was to be in the spotlight and to make it about him, which I don't think you're supposed to do at someone else's weddings. If he wants to wear that to his own wedding, then fine. But the whole point of having a dress code as a wedding at a wedding, ready for this, this is the whole reason that we have a dress code at wedding is so that no one guest will stand out too much. It just didn't right, feel right having them there. It was taken away from my day. So, what was she thinking? Me. She's in this world, right? The number one picture in the today's world is what? Selfie. How many people die falling off cliffs, falling off, <laughs> getting hit by cars and hit by trains because they want to take a selfie? They want everybody to know what they're doing. And we all know the, the debaseness of Twitter, right? And boy, I would never done Twitter. Why? Because I don't think everybody needs to know what I think about everything at the very moment something happens. It's just a negative, bitter place where people spew hatred. What was she thinking? She thought that her wedding was about her. You know, the sad part is if people spent as much money on their marriage as they do on their wedding day. I bet you the divorce date would be a lo- the divorce rate would be a lot less. You know, boy, people spend years and tens of thousands of dollars for a one day so that they can feel special. And six months later, they're ready to go through a divorce uh, because it's still all about them. And if you know anything about a real marriage, as Ruth uh, Graham said, uh, marriage consists of two great forgivers. A marriage, I'm learning, is the toughest relationship I've ever had because you know why it can't be about me. That stinks. I don't know about you, but I want everything to be about me. I'm sure you don't want that, right? Uh, My marriage is not so that I can be happy. My marriage is not so that my wife can tell me how great I am. My marriage is not so that I can experience this and experience that. My marriage is about service. I want to love my wife, and love is a verb, to sacrifice for her, to cherish her, uh, to treat her like the love of my life, even when she doesn't deserve it. Well, yeah, because that's what the good book says. Men are called to love their wives like Christ loved the church. In other words, men, even when they're not lovable. And women, by the way, are called to respect their husbands. And let me tell you why, ladies, if it matters at all, to a man, respect is love. So you cannot tell a man with your words that you love him and then disrespect him with your actions because a picture's worth a thousand words. We speak at 120 to 150 words per minute. So one picture of disrespect, non-love, is greater than six to eight minutes of stop dialogue in the unconscious mind. And so what were you thinking? How about this one? Khloe Kardashian criticized for calling fan cute for working overtime to buy good American jeans. Khloe Kardashian was criticized on social media Monday after she posted that she thinks, again, what are you thinking? She thinks it's so cute that a potential customer plans to work 20 extra hours to be able to purchase a pair of good American jeans that are priced upward to $189. Wow. The Twitter user posted last week so I realized I have to work 20 hours in order to afford uh Chloe Kh- uh, Kardashian jeans and I'm in love with them catch me picking up extra shifts. Kardashian responded, "Aw, this is so cute. <laughs> it's so cute that working people have to work 20 extra hours uh to buy a pair of her jeans. It's so cute." That there's probably single mother or this mother of kids probably uh, who has to put food on the table, has to pay the bills, uh, is going to separate more time from her family so that she can wear a pair of jeans that makes her butt look good. (laughs) You know, what are we thinking? And then, boy, to hear the the comments uh, on uh, social media. Incredible. I mean, some people were talking about how out of touch she is. uh, Privilege. You know, just interesting. You know. We're supposed to be critical thinkers. We got a noggin. We, we can reason. See, I teach emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is the emotional use of intelligence, the intelligent use of emotions. It is the ultimate uh, double helix because both are sources of information. Your heart is a place of courage, integrity, compassion, passion. It is the special, unique leadership qualities that can only come from the heart. But you have your ability to reason, reason, to think things through, to process, to have a standard. Remember we talked a couple days ago on Raiders about a standard. I think it was yesterday's show, a standard. You got to have a standard. How do you know if you're having a good day or a bad day? How do you know if your life had value? How do you know at the end of your life if you lived the life that you were supposed to be? How do you know if your life was a success? How do you know if your marriage is a success? What do you need in your marriage to call it a good marriage? What if happens in your marriage makes it a bad marriage? See, these are all questions. Instead of planning two years and spending $100,000 to look good for one day, what if we actually process these questions in relation to our mate, in relation to our business, in relation to our mind? Because remember, there's 60 million Americans in this country who are struggling with depression. And a majority of depression falls in a category called situational depression. And do you know what causes situational depression? Our self-talk. We make our self sick. It is thinking. The technical equivalent of thinking is talking to yourself. Remember, we have thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day. And so we need to understand how to reason, how to find out if someone's telling the truth, how to find out if something's good or bad. Uh, uh, you know, I get a news feed on my phone like most of you do as well. And it was funny because I saw this headline. And this is a true headline. If you turn on your phone, you'll probably see it. Says late night hosts try to make sense out of the Jesse Smollett situation. <laughs> now, here are these guys that have no problem on a fake investigation that Trump is a you know a spy for Russia. Have no problem figuring that out. <laughs> and then there's, here's this guy Jesse Smollett. It's very clear what happened. He has people in high places. He had he has privilege, right? Michelle Obama, chief of staff, uh, Tina Chen, and then you got Miss Fox who's there in Chicago, and Miss Fox is not a favored person in Chicago. She's the, uh, I guess, the district attorney, or the prosecutor, if you will. And here's what the FOP, the Fraternal Order of Police says. The FOP is outraged by the decision to drop charges against Smollett, but not surprised, the union said in an email statement. Since Kimberly Fox has taken office, she has transformed the prosecutor's office to a political arm of the anti-police movement. We renew our call for a federal investigation of her role in this case and expect the media to conduct a thorough investigation. See, we got to be critical thinking. We got to get off of this whole thing. We want one rule of justice for this group and one rule of justice for the other group. And it's not about politics. It's not about black or white. It's about we got to go back to our critical thinking. You know why? Because people are watching. Your kids are watching. And leadership's a loop. We got to get this. And this applies to everything. This applies to your your private life, your personal life, your work life, your home life. Leadership is a loop. You got to flex your pecs, leader. Permission, example, culture. PEC. P-E-C. We give people permission through our actions. In the legal field, it's called precedent. Once something established as a normal behavior, we give other people permission to do it. When one person does it, someone else does it. The second E is example. A picture's worth a thousand words. And the C is about culture. And culture's like a soil, and everything comes from the soil. And you know what culture is? You know what the soil is? It is our thinking. That is the ultimate environment. We need to be aware of our environment. In other words, what are you thinking? So I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. We'll be back in three minutes.
6: A pastor from North Carolina who served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening.
7: If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the
0: most. You know, I was one of those been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry related. And I mean, I'm, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged and I've been excited and I've been given energy. Honestly, this is did something for me that none of those ever did and I'm not sure ever could because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned and it has made a tremendous impact on my life.
6: Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis March 28th through the 30th. Go to likeitmatters.net click on schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening
2: The right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a large portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800 694 7394. 800 694 7394. That's 800 694 7394.
6: If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix.
1: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And I am live in the Eagle Wellness Studios right here in, uh, Egan, Minnesota. Uh, and I'm here because we will start a leadership awakening class, uh, tomorrow night, uh, at the La Quinta, La Quinta in Bloomington. Uh, 10, 12 people will walk in that room on Thursday night at 5 o'clock, and they will leave that room 48 hours later, Saturday at 5 o'clock, and they will be changed. Uh, And so if you want to come to graduation, it's open to the public. Saturday at 3.30 at the La Quinta there in Bloomington, Uh, boy, you will be inspired, you will be moved, Uh, you will be on fire, you will leave there blessed, I guarantee you. So just go to likeitmatters.net like dot net, and you can see all the information about why I'm in Minneapolis and the change that we're affecting. You know, we're talking about what are you thinking, because we've lost our ability to think, you know, the power uh, that we need uh, is the power, is the space between stimulus and response. Dr. Viktor Frankl, who is called, considered the father of logotherapy, which to this day is considered the third Austrian school of psychotherapy, came up with something called logotherapy. Uh, in, in other words, uh, human beings have a will to meaning that everything we do, uh, we have to find meaning. We are little meaning makers. You know, when a a little kid is four or five, six years old, when they're starting to talk, they, everything they say, why daddy, why daddy, why did he treat her that way? Why does that say that? Why are they doing that? Don't you see? We're looking to, to make meaning out of things. If a, then B and everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. And a majority of our map reality, the core structure of our beliefs is in place by the time we're six years old. That's what Dr. Adler, a famous psychologist, says. And so you got to realize, you know, thinking, the power that we have is the ability to think, the ability to reason. That is our power. That is what great people like, whether you're talking about Martin Luther King Jr., you talk about Jesus Christ, it doesn't matter. You talk about great leaders. They have the ability to reason, to still be emotionally involved because you don't want to shut off your emotions. It's important. You want to work, have the two working together. But we got to get in our noggin. We got to get our noggin working again. we become drones. We've been told what to think. We've been told how to feel. And we got to stop that. Leadership is a loop. You got to flex your pecs, leaders. And I don't care what you do for a living. I don't care if you're a stay-at-home parent. I don't care if you're a a retired person. You are a leader. People are watching. People are looking for permission. Permission to do good things. Permission to do bad things. That's why this whole Jussie Smollett thing kind of stinks. Because now there is precedent. It's okay to fake a hate crime. It's okay to have them. Because as long as you know somebody, it's no big deal. You know, we're in this big privilege movement. This is where you got to start thinking for yourself to stop being told what to think. Privilege. Well, so what kind of privilege did Jesse Smollett have? Was it famous privilege? Was it actor privilege? Was it uh, because he's part of the LGBTQT, the homosexual privilege? Is it because he's black privilege? Is it because Michelle Obama is a, a friend of his and his her chief of staff is connected to Miss Fox? But either way, it's privilege. Everybody get that, right? And if privilege, and by the way, since we're talking about privilege, you got to be a thinker here. You know what privilege is? You might want to go to the Ten Commandments, the very last commandment. Uh, it says, you shall not desire your neighbor's house, his field, his male or female servant, his ox, uh, his uh, donkey, or anything else that is his. In other words, the tenth Commandment is you shall not covet. It is covet. It is a heart issue. Matter of fact, I'm going to suggest that the other nine commandments come from this one boom put that one on the other nine come from this one obedience to the 10th commandment uh commandment requires that envy be banished from the human heart that's it the entire privilege movement is all about coveting all about jealousy we all got upset when these all these rich people got their kids into college and lied everybody got upset how unfair because it was privilege is it still unfair that uh, justice Smollett got a chance to walk free, even though he probably hurt a lot of people, hurt the city of Chicago? He's going to have a lot of hate crimes now that are going to happen that people aren't going to believe. But, hey, it's no big deal. He's a famous guy, and he'll be okay. So this is where critical thinking, the university, look up words. I love words university is a place where people go to hear all kinds of ideas universe don't you hear it the universe the universe is vast it's unlimited there are uh, unnumbered stars in the galaxy don't you get it that's what university is university was a way to come together and learn all kinds of different things to learn how to critically think to learn how all these other things whether it be communism or fascism whether it be a socialism whether it be uh, capitalism you you learned all this stuff and learned how to critically think and then you made sound decisions on your own so much you got so much stuff that took four years to get a degree sometimes six or eight because we wanted to open our minds we wanted to consider other things even if we know they're not good even if they know they're not right we want to teach people how to think how to process to make their own decisions for themselves that is the role of a leader why because leadership is a loop it's permission its example, and its culture. And we got to realize that we give people permission through our actions. That's in the legal field, it's called precedent. And we use the past to justify the present. That's why permission, what are you doing? What are you giving people permission to do, parents? What are you giving your people permission to do, leaders? What are you giving people permission to do, uh, bosses? Because your actions tell a great story. And what you do gives other people permission to do the same. Otherwise, you're nothing more than a hypocrite, right? And then the E is the example. Example, a picture's worth a thousand words. We give people examples of who they, we want them to be and how we want them to act through our picture. And the Apostle Paul said that uh, you are, we're writing the epistle on your heart. You are a living example. You know, Billy Graham said that Christians do far more to scare people away from God than anything the devil could ever do. Because we're all leaders. you got to get this. I don't care what your title, I don't care how much money you make, if you have a job or get a paycheck at all. You are a leader. There are two driving forces in life. It's called neuro conditioning. You're either moving towards something or you're moving away from something. That's it. Two, two, when you get every, rid of everything else and come down to the base, that's what's going on. And so we're all leaders. People are using us as an example of what they'd want to be more like or what they'd not want to never be like. And what are you giving people? What kind of leader are you? Are you the example of what they would never want to be like? Or are you the example of what they dream to be like? See, you got to be careful because like the Kardashians, everybody's keeping up with the Kardashians. And so a lot of little girls are wanting to be just like the Kardashians because they're famous, because the people love them. And so how did the Kardashians be famous? You might want to check it out. There were some videos that were released of people without clothes on doing some things they should have never been doing on camera. Right, That's how we know them. And now their fame and their fortune and their millions of dollars they make every day by doing this. And so now a lot of little girls want to be just like the Kardashians. Don't you see? It's an example. And where are the other examples? That's what Martin Luther King so wonderful. That's what Rosa Parks so wonderful. They were great examples of how to confront the evil of racism in a godly, loving way. That's what's so powerful. That's what's missing in today's world. We're a pound of flesh. We're an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. If someone wrongs me, I'm going to wrong them. If someone does something bad to my family, I'm going to do something bad to their family. Wow. That's the mess we're in right now, right? I mean, don't you see? We got to get back to our thinking. We got to quit being such hypocrites. We got to have a standard. That's what we talked about yesterday, a standard. And there's got to be one standard. Why? Because your kids are watching Do you have a different standard for each one of your kids or do you have the same standard? Do you have a different standard for you versus your kids? What about you employers? Do you have the same standard for all your people or do you favor people and change standards? Right? There's this big thing now. One side of the political aisle wants this whole Mueller report. Everything released immediately tomorrow. Tomorrow. If not, you're hiding something. And yet for years and years... The other parties were working to get everything opened up, all the stuff that led up to it, and they would fight it every step of the way. No, you're going to hurt people. You're going to put out stuff that no one should see. But notice on one side, they're against release. Now, they're for release. And by the way, both sides of the party do this. The bunch, hypocrisy, and so there's the standard. There's what our leaders do, and so now there's what our parents do. There's what our kids do. See, at some point, we need to scratch these CDs. These are programs playing over and over. That's what culture is. Culture's a series of repeated events. That's the C. That's the C and PEC. Permission, example, culture. Some of you get so turned off by politics. The problem is our culture is falling apart as you're sleeping and avoiding talking about things that really matter. I don't want to talk about politics. I don't care who you vote for. That's between you and God. But I do care about the patterns in our country, the patterns in our community. We call that culture. What's acceptable? What's allowable? What's considered today normal? Right? What's considered today normal? Why? Because all of us want to be normal. There's a book that Dr. William Marston wrote in the 1920s, 1922, 1923, somewhere around there. It's called The Emotions of Normal People. And do you know what normal is? It's a setting on your dryer. If you don't believe me, go home, check it out. You don't want to be normal. Do you spend $20 at the movies to watch movies about normal people? Do you read books that take you a month to read about normal people? See, this is where we got to go back to being thinking creatures instead of reactionary creatures. You know, I did a class two weeks ago in Chicago, and you, you'll hear this woman, Michelle Cummings, on Friday but man, our training's intense. She came, uh, she was sponsored. I had another, uh, someone from St. Louis, a woman who I sponsored, gave, paid her a free class. She's a listener, needed some training. Both came in, both women of color. Both knew nobody had been through my training. The one I gave a free class to my listener, walked out. She didn't like white people telling her what to do. And so after that happened, she, we took a break and she called back the hotel. She came back to the hotel, wanted to get Miss Cummings out of there, because she was her, her, her sister of color. Want to get her out of, there, get her away from these white people. Here's a problem. Michelle Cummings had her life changed. She's living again. Her son's honored who was killed in gang violence uh, in Chicago. See, we got to change our thinking. We got to quit being so judgmental. We got to open our heads, open our hearts, and start being able to c- think with reason. So today, we're asking the question: What are you thinking? I'm Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes.
7: send a fish and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you were made, how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. Opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity. There is a crisis of toxic proportions and it is destroying us. This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at MrBlack at com. In the subject line, put Posse. Again, that's Black at com. In the subject line, put Posse. Join our Posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow email us at mrblack at like in the subject line put posse still need more of mr black understand how your brain is wired with brain mapping this innate intelligence profile will identify your personality and learning styles to help you maximize your potential transformational leadership awakening has changed the life of thousands of participants and can change yours too mr black also does one-on-one life caddy work if you want him to walk with you and help you be your dreams then having Mr. Black as a life coach is the answer. Training is available on an individual basis and company-wide. All at likeitmatters.net.
8: The Army National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our communities secure. Search and rescue missions for floods, combating wildfires, hurricane or tornado recovery, and the presidential inauguration, the Army National Guard. We are always ready. We are always there. And in every state and territory, we stand guard for our communities. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association at this station.
1: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy. You can call me Mr. Black. And today, I'm having you challenge your thinking. And if you've ever listened to this radio show, you know my job is to get you out of your comfort zone. Sometimes I get uh, some heat from the producers here because, oh, you don't want to grow your audience. You don't want to say anything turns anybody off. Well, part of my stick, if you will, is to challenge people's thinking. And so it's almost dichotomous when I hear those things. I get it. I get it. I promise. And I'm working to be have the best radio show possible. But part of what I want to do, it's my ministry, it's my mission, is to have you challenge your thinking. Not to think like I do, but to actually... Think, though, and then make your own decisions, because someday you'll stand before uh, uh, an entity, I believe it's God, and to be held account for your life, just like I will be. I'm not going to be responsible for your thinking. I'm going to be responsible for my thinking and my doing, and how did I impact people? And so part of this process, I wanted you to challenge your thinking. I challenge my thinking on a regular basis. That's why I study the Quran. That's why I study the Torah, that's why I do all this stuff because I want to make sure I have a reason why for everything I believe. I don't, I don't want to be prejudiced. I don't want to be prejudicial uh, to where I'm thinking in my own thought. I want to open my mind up to get out of my own map of reality, to step into someone else's map of reality, to see what the wor- world they're coming from. I don't have to agree with it. I don't even have to like it. I just want to understand it. See, what's lacking in today's world is understanding. We're so ready to kill the other person that we don't like, to destroy them if they say something we don't like. That's not who we're supposed to be. That's not what we teach our kids on the playground. That's not what we teach our teenagers if they're being bullied at school. And yet we teach them one thing and we do something different. We call that a hypocrite. And there's too many hypocrites in this world. And I'm one of the biggest ones. And you know what my, one of my goal as a hypocrite is? To be a less of a hypocrite today than I was yesterday to be less of a hypocrite tomorrow than I am today. I'm not justifying it. I'm not making okay. I'm just speaking the truth. No man owns the truth. We're all a little bit off. That's God's ownership for the truth. We're all a little bit off. Some are way off. (laughs) Let's be honest. And you might think I'm one of those that's way off. But even in the process, let's say I am, you know what it's making you do? It's making you challenge your thinking if you do it right. And so let's talk about critical thinking in this last segment, Paul Elder Critical Thinking Framework. Got this off the Internet. I don't know who this Paul Elder is, but I like his style of thinking. He says that critical thinking is that mode of thinking about any subject, content or problem in which the thinker improves the quality of his or her thinking by skillfully taking charge of the structures inherent in thinking and imposing intellectual standards upon them. Remember, we talked about this to have a standard for some of that standard is the Bible. For some, it's the Quran. For some, it's the Torah. For some, it's the Constitution. For some, it's their own will. For some, it's their own desires. But you gotta figure out what is your standard. And this was, by the way, from Paul and Elder in 2001 study. The Paul-Elder framework has three components. Number one, the elements of thought, which is reasoning. Number two, the intellectual standards that should be applied to the elements of reasoning. And number three, the intellectual traits associated with a cultivated critical thinker that result from the consistent and disciplined application of the intellectual standards to the elements of thought. That's a lot. <laughs> so I'm just going to scan this real quick. So he says intellectual standards. Think about this. These are his intellectual standards. Accuracy, clarity, relevance, logical, sufficiency, precision, depth, significance, fairness, and breadth. I guarantee you, if you put on those 10 intellectual standards, your outcome of what you think about the Justice Smollett, what you think about the fake Russian uh, thing uh, will be totally different if you actually put these on. But here's the problem. If you put them on, you got to be willing to admit that you were wrong, that you were basically being prejudicial, that you were going from your own desires instead of looking at things logically and reasoning. So he says that these intellectual standards, those 10 are based on intellectual traits. Ready for this? This is what I'll give you a list right now that is sorely lacking in this world today and in America. Ready for these intellectual traits that you're supposed to have to apply to these intellectual standards? Ready for this humility, autonomy. Fair mindedness, courage, perseverance, empathy, integrity, confidence and reasoning. Boy, I ain't seeing that in this whole Russian hoax thing. I ain't seeing that in this whole Jesse Small thing. I ain't seeing that in much of anything today. You got to realize we got to go back to critical thinking, people. We got to get outside of just the emotional influx of being told to hate people that don't look like us, to hate people that vote different than us, to hate people that come from different parts of life. We're supposed to embrace that. And he says that these intellectual standards driven by these intellectual traits must be applied to elements of reasoning, purposes, questions, points of view, information, inferences, concepts, implications, and assumptions. And man, it's a great article. Uh, if you want to email me at Mr. Black at LikeItMattersRadio.com, Mr. Black at LikeItMattersRadio.com. Great piece, really in depth. It's three pages. I'm not going to go through it. But I also got this other one, which I like a little better. It's a little more streamlined. It says, Four Elements of Critical Thinking. This is by Rob Callahan. Rob Callahan. Uh, Callahan. And he says, Cavemen unable to draw conclusions about large predators risk Becoming prey. I love that. He says critical thinking is a process of testing an argument or observation for validity. No one does that anymore. They just take, if someone looks like them and says something, they just run with it. That You can't get more racist than that. To think that all people that look a certain way think a certain way, that's the almost the definition of racism. By breaking a concept down into a series of premises and conclusions, you examine the casual relationship between elements of the observable world and aspects of reality you may not yet have considered. Thinking critically and examining beliefs is a basic survival skill. Without the ability to observe, question, learn, and draw sensible conclusions about the world around them, the ancestors of modern humans may have never survived. Says identification of the argument. Before you evaluate the soundness of an argument, you must first break it apart into its individual components. Identify the argument's premises and conclusion. The premises are statements of known or assumed facts which should not contradict each other. The conclusion is essentially a summation of the premises or an inference drawn from them. For example, one premise may be that there are seven mice before you. Another premise may be that the seven creatures you see all have tails. These two two statements seem to imply the conclusion that all mice have tails. This goes to the whole thing about how many people of color are pulled over versus people of white. And so be automatically more people of color are pulled off. It has to be racist. See, that's not a sound argument. Now it could be, please hear this. It could be, but it doesn't guarantee that just like this says that all mice have tails. It might be true, but you don't have a big enough sampling. You don't know that Do you see what he's saying here. So he says, you need clarification. Once you identify the premises, you can begin to examine each of them for validity. Look for ambiguity or vagueness within the propositions. In the case of the seven mice, the premises reflect an observable reality, so there is no need to question their validity. If a premise stated that the mouse tails before you were made of stored cheese, it would require some additional examination. It would also change the nature of the conclusion. However, Since no unusual statements have been made, simply determine whether or not the implications are logical and whether or not they contain any contradictory data. And then he goes into deductive and inductive reasoning. you got to have the ability to reason. And the two ways to reason, if you don't know, are deductive reasoning and inductive reasoning. And he goes on to say, once you have examined the premises, move on to the conclusion. Is it supported by the premises? In a deductive argument, the conclusion must be true if its premises are true. You may have seen a mouse without a tail before, or you may simply be able to envision a possible accident or genetic anomaly which results in a tailless mouse. And by the way, that is true. And so you judge that the conclusion could be false. Notice, to say it was false. Just like I said before, it could be false. When the conclusion's truth value is ambiguous, despite the truth of its preceding premises, the argument is known as an inductive argument. And then the final evaluation, he goes on to say, determine whether or not the argument is sound. Re-examine the argument for poor logic, false premises, omissions, or assumptions. And by the way, we got to be careful. We're all prejudiced. We prejudge things. We all bring presuppositions into everything, things that we suppose to be true. And we must be aware of our presuppositions because they are biases. They are biases. That's why the whole thing with the Mueller thing, he had a lot of attorneys that donated to Hillary Clinton. One of them was Hillary Clinton's attorney on his counsel. All these people for two years wanting to destroy this man could not find any evidence of collusion. Man, if they could, they wanted to. They were hoping for it. See, you got to realize what's going on because they had presuppositions. They already had the assumption that this guy was evil, bad. They wanted the other person to win. And if those type of people could find nothing who were looking for it, let's move on, people. So it says here, in the case of the mouse argument, an assumption is made as to whether or not there are more mice in the world. If there were not, then the traits of the seven mice before you would indeed be all of those of all mice. However, as long as you can produce additional mice, perhaps even without tails, the argument relies on an assumption. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the ability to reason. We need to quit assuming, because when we assume, Break the thing down into three words. The first word has three letters, and then you and me. That's what we do when we assume. So start thinking. Put your noggin on. Work your noodle. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I'm bringing you hope, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does.
2: Karen, time to get ready for work. <laughs> oh. Your toothbrush way in the back of the drawer. Good luck finding it. Oh, and the bathroom light is out again. At least it'll be harder for you to see the shower stains. <laughs> is your old, worn-out bathroom taunting you like this every morning? New Windows for America to the rescue! Yes, New Windows for America does bathroom replacement. Let them remake yours with a new, easy-to-clean tub, modern shower, and surround. They have a wide selection of bath products and design options to help you create a bathroom that is stylish and gives you the functionality that you need. New Windows for America can have them installed fast in as little as one day for most homes at an affordable price. In fact, it's as low as $79 per month now for Sebastian Gorka's America First listeners. Tired of your dingy old bathroom mocking you? Google New Windows for America today and check out their bathroom replacement and other home improvement products. Offer ends March 31st. New Windows for America.
3: Your resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570 KDIZ Golden Valley A
0: service Three-star general Michael J. Flynn Head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency Knew all the government's dirty secrets He was one of the most respected generals In the military Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to He understood its funding He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors This set off alarm bells